Hello everyone, the word of the Lord says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. This morning, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, is myth of anything that we might be going through. But the word of God, as we are about to talk about, will bring us joy and to strengthen us in our innermost being. God bless you this morning. This is Pastor Daniel. Yeboa, Lightweight, Church of God in Christ, Arena of Religion Breakthrough. We are located in the city of Redland, Southern California, United States of America, and also other locations in the country of Ghana, West Africa, that God has used Lightweight Church to establish. If you want to know more about these locations in Ghana, you can go on our website and, and get the information to go and fellowship if you are in Ghana, and God will bless you. God bless you this morning. Before uh, we, we present the word, honor the treaty word of God, we have a young man that God has put his hands on, anointing upon his life, um, no other than uh, music minister Daniel Yeboah of Lightweight, Yeboah Jr. of Lightweight, Church of God in Christ, we will call upon him to lead us in praise and worship. And I, I encourage everybody to participate in this praise and worship time. God will bless you. All right, Daniel. Something has to break. I set out every lie, set the wrong thing right. When you have your way, something has to break. Something has to break. Hey. Right now in your name, something has to break, something has to break, oh, something has to break, something has to break, yeah, I believe you get me through it. I believe you lead me to it. I believe you get me through it right now. Something has to break. I believe you lead me through it. I believe you get me to it. I believe that you will do it right now. Something has to break. I believe you lead me through it. I believe that you will do it. I believe you'll give me to it right now. Something has to break. Something has to break. Something has to break. Oh, 
something has to break something has to break something has to break i believe thee me through it i believe lead me to it i believe get me to it right now something has to break i believe lead me through it i believe you get me to it i believe that you will do it right now something has to break i believe lead me through it i believe get me to it i believe that you will do it right now something has to break lord something has to break Something has to break. Something has to break. I feel it in this room. Holy Spirit, move. When you have your way, something has to break, tear down every lie, set the wrong things right. When you have your way, something has to break. hallelujah we thank god for this beautiful awesome worship led by a music minister of lightweight church of god in christ daniel boy jr and uh, i believe everybody was blessed everybody's spirit is lifted up and we all say god bless you uh music minister daniel Yaboa, and god continue to take you from grace to grace and from glory to glory once again this is pastor daniel Yaboa. Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena Religion Breakthrough. We are located in the city of Reland, Southern California, United States of America. Let us go into prayer before the web. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time you have given us for service. We are asking that your spirit, your presence, fill this service on today. We come against every spirit of opposition, every limitation, every hindrance that has been demonically assigned to prevent this message today from reaching uh, to all that God has purposefully assigned and ordained to receive on today in the realms of the, of the air. Let the Holy Ghost power destroy. Lord, your mighty power release, increase, expansion, enlightenment, multiplication. Your mighty power release provision, destroy bondage and captivity. Shattered by the Holy Ghost fire, strongholds operating in your people's life. 
Lord, your mighty power move by your word. Heal the sick, deliver the bondage and the captive, save souls from darkness to light unto you today by your word, and release the breakthrough, provision, supply, protection, peace, calmness, and tranquility over your people's life. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Have thy way through the service. My word this morning is entitled, Taking Possession of God's Promises for Us. I believe God has made promises. You have received the word of prophecy, or you have read the rima, and there have been revelations that have touched your soul, and you are expecting God to do great things. <clears throat> but as God has always spoken, his will and his ways for his children, we are to be able to possess what God has said. We are to be able to move in that dimension, hallelujah, that God has for us. And uh, let's look at um, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15 to 19. Yes, and I'll put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. Hallelujah. Then to Adam, he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. Curse is the ground for your seed. In twelve you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and tussle it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for thus you are and to that you shall return. This is a spiritual gravity that has been established from the beginning. And so Jesus Christ's coming is to help us flow with the spiritual, uh, this is gravity, uh, spiritual gravity of opposition. Hallelujah. But God sending the Son to renew his covenant and sharing his blood for us and and, and claiming victory, we can now walk in victory to take possession. That victory I'm talking about, it gives us the ability to flow in a spiritual gravity of the promises of God that we might take possession of what thou seest God in our area of breakthrough, provision, supply, every need that we might be encountering, spiritual or physical. Now let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. The Lord our God spoke to us in horror, saying, You have dwelt long enough at this mountain. Turn and take your journey and go to the mountains of the Amorites, to all the neighboring places in the plain, in the mountains and in the lowland, in the south, and on the seacoast to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon. As far as the great river, the river Euphrates, see, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to your fathers. 
to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give to them and their descendants after them. This is the word coming to the people of Israel. After 330 years, God spoke these promises through Abraham, who has become all a gospel's father. Hallelujah. Abraham received this promise from God for his descendants, and it has taken 330 years in the land of bondage and captivity and for 40 years in the wilderness. So that's what, 390 years. Hallelujah. Now they have been positioned to go in and take what God had promised, and that the land filled with milk and honey. Hallelujah. And so this is the shape as us that we are to take action by faith, working on the word of God to take possession of what is for us, of what God has promised us in every area of our lives. Hallelujah. And as we, as we have to flow with gravity, natural gravity, in our natural world, so the same is the expectation when it comes to the spiritual realms. But before we could go against gravity and be successful, you, we would need equipment and instruments to aid us in this uh, 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 adventure. This, this tells us how powerful God is and how much gravity governs our life. We know that. If you jump from the sky, it's coming down. It's something will push you down and not up. We know and we have experienced uh, how uh, nature flows. That you will get hurt if you go against gravity. Hallelujah. But uh, it, uh, but Education has helped invent instruments through the study of physics, chemistry, and biology. And these are the areas of our nature that uh, has experienced technology advancement. Because when you get to the biological things of, of uh, the biological nature of things, it's about dealing with life. Hallelujah. And, and their chemistry and physics, the mechanics uh, uh, and underlining uh, um, uh, chemicals that connect to life. So it is also expected that we are to also flow with gra spiritual gravity, spiritual principles set in God's way by keeping them. So we, we flow with Spiritual principles of gravity set in God's word by keeping them. And it is in this spiritual gravity we, we have the promises of God. Hallelujah. It is in this spiritual gravity we have the promises of God. Spiritual standards we are to maintain and keep so that whatever God has for us, we will be able to what? Take possession of it. If we obey the word of God, if we walk in spiritual promises, the word becomes 
a spiritual tool that helps us come against any spiritual opposition, such as these cases that we might have come into this world with, inherited from the womb, caused by the sins of Adam and Eve. So that, that is the curse that we read about in um, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15 to 19. Now, Jesus has become the seed that bruised the head of Satan. And, and as I said earlier, that he, he, he was victorious after one sacrifice on the cross. Hallelujah. He has become victorious. And we that have come to God through Christ, we that are, 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 have received salvation, are working in, in our, our salvation, working in, in fear and trembling, as the word talks about it, we have also been, we could receive it. And in this curse, dominion was lost because Satan's agenda was to deceive the first couple, Adam and Eve, that every dominion God has uh, given them for us, he took it uh, by deceiving them. And we, uh, we read that. And that was the result of the curse. Now in Jesus, we could position ourselves in that spiritual gravity to be able to come against this opposition of curses that will be able to what? Take possession. So taking possession is a spiritual dimension. The physical is the action part. But your intent, your, 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 uh, your, your, what you do with the spiritual realm concerning uh, taking the, the promises, hallelujah, is what we are talking about. Hallelujah. There are certain steps you need to take in the realms of the spirit to be able to take action physical. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus has become the promise in Genesis 3.15. Who came to restore us to our original place in the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden was a spiritual place. Hallelujah. And so, when, when we reposition ourselves and come to that place, then we are able to walk in faith and take possession of the promises of God for us. Hallelujah. And so the dominion that was lost to Satan uh, through Adam and Eve's sin, we are able to what obtain it, receive it by salvation. Through the name of Jesus that we work with. Now, in his name, uh, uh, so that uh, this dominion we have received. Jesus in us is also the Holy Spirit empowering us to walk in this dominion. We need to be empowered to walk in this dominion. Speaking to us. So the Holy Spirit in us speaks to us, gives us instruction. Leading and guiding us to where God's provision and supply is for us. And this is how we receive insights, ideas, dreams, and visions concerning our life. Directing us to, to, to victory 
and directing us away from, from danger so that we will be victorious. Now, we see that in that regard of fall, man falling and also what is transparent and the agendas of the enemy, we have not been able to obey the principles and the spiritual gravity of the word of God. Now, this has called the cry of God's heart to his people today. Now, what is God's cry? Because to take possession of the promises of God, we are to give ourselves wholly to God who have given us those promises of blessing that he will manifest it in our lives. So when God's cry for us today is to return to him wholehearted because he desired to bless us, pour out upon all that is his. God's cry is that we return wholly to him wholehearted, give our heart to him, our innermost being to yearn for the presence of God so that God will pour unto us his blessings. We cannot serve God while clinging to our own life. Today, many hearts are divided. Many have set their affections and desires upon the pleasures of this world. We are more concerned about the pleasures of this world, satisfying our soul, than walking with God, walking in the style of God which require giving our whole heart to God as a, a worship. Some people's will is set to follow their own ways. Some people's will is set to follow their own ways. This is because their heart are not single due to their eyes not single. So if our heart is not single, it will cause our eyes not to be single. Now what is this single heart and single eye? meaning all our focus and our heart, the focus and the intents of our heart being on God. Hallelujah. Now, if our eyes are not wholly on God, it means our eyes are double. A double heart and eyes look everywhere due to lack of trust and belief in God. A, 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 a heart that is not single or an eye which is not single is an eye that is or a heart that is seeking for everything else, looking at all other places, trying to make sense of things, trying to work in our own human abilities to take possession of the promises of God for us instead of wholeheartedly. And I be filled with God so that God's power will bring what his promises are in our lives or lead us to where his promises are. Because you will see that in the, uh, uh, the, the experience of the Israelites with God, his spirit lead and guided them out of bondage and captivity, caused the people of Egypt to bless them uh, uh, multiple ways. And then brought them, leading them to where his promises are that have been spoken in time immemorial. And I know that also applies to us as we have become uh, 
we have come into this year. There are promises that God has for us. There are blessings that God has for us that we are to take possession of. Hallelujah. We are to walk in spirit, obeying the word of God, so that God's spirit will lead us and guide us. Give us the grace we need, the empowerment to take possession of what God has for us, of what God has for you, in the name of Jesus. Now, many cannot take possession of the blessing because they have not made God their one and only desire. Many cannot take possession of the blessing because what? We have not made God our one and only desire. And so God's children have not filled their eyes with him. We have turned our hearts from God and seeking after uh, other things. Instead of if our eyes and our heart is filled with God, a single heart and a single eye, we will search to know his will and ways for our lives. Many are working endlessly spiritually, lacking what the will and the ways of God are for their lives. And therefore, you, have, you are already defeated. You are already walking in defeat, battling against the winds to take possession because you are doing it the wrong way, brother or sister, as you hear me speak. Now, how can we take possession of God's promises for us? How can we take possession of God's promises for us? Now, the, the restoration God promised, where his blessings are pursuing and overtaking us, will not come until we return to him our whole hearts. God's promise is that his blessings will chase after us and overtake us. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Even as I will receive prophecies concerning a, a attending a full logistical fair in Germany, Berlin last week, but we uh, 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 seriously experienced God bless it, overtaking us into Berlin, Germany. That's what this word is saying. That my blessing will be you and overtake you. Go ahead of you so you experience and take it. Hallelujah. And boy, God just moved incredibly. Just this last week, and we give glory and honor to God for his word and his promises overtaking us into a place that we do not leave. But God's blessing overtook us there. There are many Christians today who also live their lives to please themselves. Many Christians today live their lives to please themselves, following the desires of their hearts. And therefore, this action becomes a hindrance to receive grace, to take possession, to put yourself in the dimension where God wants you to be. And even as we live following the desires and, uh, and the intents of our hearts, we still want to make the attempt to claim the covenant promises. You want to live like the devil 
and they still want to take possession of what God blessings are for you. I believe even we as human beings will not allow that. Our children will not disobey us. Our children will not go their own ways and do whatever they want and come to us and say, Mama bless me, Father bless me. We who are uh, natural men will not even do that. How much more our Heavenly Father who expect righteousness and working and abiding in his covenant status. Now the covenant is the, 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 the confines if we work in, God is obliged to bless us. Hallelujah. Now let's look at Exodus chapter 19, verse 5. Exodus chapter 19, verse 5, if I have it. It says, Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be what? A special treasure to me above all people, for all the earth is mine. Do you hear that? He says, now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, then you shall be a special treasure to me and above all people. Special treasure to me and above all people, for all the earth is what? Mine. All the earth is mine. So let's look at them. Some ways we could take uh, possession of God's promises for us. As we could use our own father Abraham in the Bible as a reference point. He was tested by faith to prove to God whether his heart will be in the possession because we, we, if you read in Genesis chapter 15, he had had an encounter with the angels and that is the first time God came into covenant with Abraham. And God has spoken blessings. Now God came back to test him and see where his heart is. That these promises would take over his life and his love and faithfulness for God will fall short. So the, God tested him to see where the position of his heart concerning the blessings that God has spoken ahead of him in time. So also will he test us before any major breakthrough. Before any major breakthrough, God will pass us through a test and see how we act and react. Because in that process of a test, God is molding, shaping us, taking things out, that will not, will not uh, uh, cause us to be able to sustain the breakthrough of blessing he's releasing. So he is fortifying us. He is building, molding, and shaping us. He is instilling himself in us so that when he releases that major breakthrough, we do not walk away. It does not come and destroy us, but we will still love and sustain and support work, his assignment, his purpose for the blessing. Because he says, he blesses us. He, he makes us a blessing to be a blessing. And God has a purpose for any blessing he gives us. 
He has a purpose for it. And he expects that we use that blessing to achieve that purpose. Hallelujah. So God will test us to see if we will continue to be faithful and love him still or the blessing. It's been, it, it, it's been many that have failed this test. The moment we get blessed, we walk away doing our own thing. The moment we get blessed, God is no longer at the, the, the center of the equation of our life. We are our own boss. We are our own God. Our selfishness and our ego has taken over. And therefore, the benefits and the purpose God has for that riches is what? Quench, is killed. Because God has blessed you with something and he wants you to touch needs and lives of people. But you are living as a, a, a selfish life. Me, myself, my children, my wife, and I. Ignore everything else that a blessing could have touched. Because God's blessing is not going to fall from the sky upon us. It's going to be right here. And he blesses one, as we always see in scripture, and causes that same person to touch the needs of others. Hallelujah. But many of us have failed this test. And, and the reason why we have not been able to experience God's promises spoken over our lives, the reason we have not been able to experience God's promises spoken over our lives, the reason some are born kings and queens and presidents, but are working on the streets begging for money, begging for arms. Hallelujah. Because they have filled the test God set for the blessing for their lives. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17 to 19. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17 to 19. It says, By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises offered, offered up his only begotten son. I feel he trusted in God. He knew that if God had blessed me with this only child, and he's a covenant child with the promises of God connected to, then for sure, if even... I go and sacrifice this child. God could create a whole human and make one just like him that do not have to go through time to be to be pregnant at nine months and grow to be a 17. He had faith in God that God would do something. He don't know what God is going to do, but God would do something. And of whom it was said, in Isaac, your seed shall, there you go, your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from which he also received him in figurative sense. Hallelujah. He had faith, and he obeyed what God had said. Hallelujah. And this was the test he had to encounter to experience the breakthrough. Now you look at Genesis chapter 22, Genesis chapter 22, verse 1 to 5. It says, Now it came to pass after 
three things that God tested Abraham and said to Abraham, and he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. He lifted his eyes. He saw afar. This is spiritual. He was looking in the deep in the realms of the spirit. And this is not only referring to the physical looking, but he looked and said, wow. If the travel from here to where we have to offer the sacrifice is very, very far. Hallelujah. And I'll come to that. And, 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 and Abraham said to his young man, Stay. So he arose a place of which God had turned. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar. And Abraham said to his young man, Stay here with the donkey, the lad, and I will go yonder and worship and will come back to you. He considered that test of a the test as a sacrifice of worship. As a sacrifice of worship. Now let's look at what happened in Genesis chapter 22, verse 16, verse 22, verse 16, verse 16 to 18. Oh yeah, 16 to 18. Is it? And, and in the midst of the action, if you refer that unto this point, God's angel intervened and said, By myself, I've sworn, says the Lord, because you have done these things. We should have started from 15, where uh, he was stopped from um, killing the son. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, by myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing I will bless you, and multiply I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, as the sun which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies, and in your seed all nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they rose and went together, Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. But then Abraham was directed to look behind him, and there was a ram for the sacrifice. He said, God himself provided the ransom for the sacrifice. He himself provided the object that was supposed to be used for the sacrifice. But you see that when Abraham looked afar, some of us, we look at the distance, we look at the challenges, 
We look at the trial. We look at what we have to go through to walk in spirit so that the manifestation of the promises we will be able to take possession of. Because the journey was so far, even as he looked physical and looked deep in the realms of the spirit, it was so far that he could have been discouraged and said, no, okay, I don't even want this blessing. God, let this blessing pass me by. Because many of us have failed the trials and the tests that was leading us to our biggest breakthrough in life. We said, God, I'm not going to go through this test. And we walked away and did our own things. Therefore, we shut a door of great blessings for our life. So I bless you to be a blessing. But Abraham looked on and kept tracking till he got to the point of offering the sacrifice word by word. And there was an intervention. He could have stop in the middle and went back home and walked away from God. He could have done that because God works with our will. He could have said, oh, no, I'm not going to do this and let, let that blessing pass by. But he obeyed and he triumphed and became the father of all nations as God wanted him to be. Hallelujah. He passed the test. Two, we are to give sacrificial giving unto God. Sacrificial giving. Sacrificial giving. Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 to 6. Sacrificial giving unto God. He said, after this thing, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing I go childish, and the heart of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offsprings. Indeed, one born in my house is my heart. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, this one shall not be your heart, but one who will come from your own body shall be your heart. Then he brought him outside and said, Look, now toward heaven, and count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, So shall your descendants be. But after Abraham passed the test, we read God reiterating, repeating this blessing again to him establishing it that yes as you have passed this thing my promise of blessing that I spoke in the beginning yes be guaranteed that it shall never fail it shall come to pass even if time transpires it shall come to pass and he believed in the Lord and he accounted it to him for righteousness he believed in the Lord and God accounted it to him for what? Righteousness. Hallelujah. Now, so we see here that God so we see that he 
He passed the test. And also, before um, this uh, uh, and afterwards, he asked God, God, how would I know that this blessing will come? This is the first time God entered into a covenant with Abraham, asking him to bring the sacrificial animals, exactly what was expected for the sacrifice. And the power of God visited, confirming God's blessing. Hallelujah. So our sacrificial giving unto God is a worship that will confirm his blessing. Sacrificial giving. Giving to God as a sacrifice. Some of us, and uh, giving to God as a sacrifice, you give something that will touch you. You know, you feel it. That, mm, this is a huge sacrifice. You will feel it. And the moment you feel it, and automatically, God accepts it. Because it has taken something out of you to sacrifice unto God. It has, it, something has left your soul, touched your soul, and, and you have offered it unto God. Because Abel's sacrifice was acceptable unto God. God felt it. But Cain's sacrifice was not felt by God. And that out of God, God blessed Abel and God despised the sacrifice of Cain. Hallelujah. So we will take possession of the promises of God. Also part of our sacrificial giving unto God. Hallelujah. Sacrificial giving unto God. God bless you as we bring the word to an end this morning. I pray unto you that you will receive the grace that you need to pass the test and the trials and the tribulation that God has allowed to come your way because there's a big breakthrough coming. There's a promise you have to take possession of. We pray for the divine grace of God for your life, that you are able to walk through every test and be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to take this time to call, uh, to make a call to salvation. Beloved, you you are watching this message and you say, I, I, I don't know Jesus. I've never heard of the word Jesus. He is the savior of the world. He says, I am the light. I'm the light, the truth. No one comes to the Father except through me. This hour, you are confused. You have been looking everywhere, but you have not found what you are looking for. Spiritually, you are dipping and dabbing in anything else. But the truth is that I am the light, the way, and the truth. Hallelujah. The truth is in Jesus. But Jesus is also going to be the judge at the end of time. And anyone that dies is the spiritual standard to judge you, to determine where your, your final days is going to be, whether in heaven or in hell 
with Satan and his demons. Hallelujah. The, word, the standard for judgment after death is what did you do with Jesus? Beloved, maybe you have shrank away from your faith as I spoke about trials and tests. Maybe there was a test God allowed, but you did not determine and identify that it was God trying to bring you to a place of divine provision and supply or to build in you a better you and you fill the test and walk away. Hallelujah. There's many people that are walking around talking about I'm mad at God. You cannot be mad at God. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. Your hand is like feather in his hands. Hallelujah. Today we are calling you to salvation. I just want you to return your heart wholly to God and the rest is history for you. Now and eternity. Pray this simple prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. Hallelujah. If you said this prayer for the first time, believing in it, the difference is believing in it that you are saved. I declare you saved. And the multitude of angels in the heavens are rejoicing for your soul. Hallelujah. The dynamic and the most uh, uh, awesome part of this whole spiritual transformation of salvation unto your life today is that your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. I want you to take time, read, get you a word of God, the Bible, read Revelation chapter 20, Verse 12 to 15, it said that the Lamb book of life in the heavens, this is a spiritual book. When, people, when souls come to God through Jesus as salvation, their names are recorded in the Lamb's book of life. And it is going to be the book that determines in the end, after judgment, where a man will be, the final dwelling place of a man or a woman, whether in the lake of fire, which is not meant for a human being, but for Satan and his demon, as the final state of destruction, or you'll be in heaven with Jesus and God, your maker. Hallelujah. That will be the, 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 the determining factor. I want you to send us an email. Our information is in the screen of your, in your screen. A lightweight, lightweight, Churches at gmail.com. That way, churches at gmail.com. Send us information that you were saved, and we will send you materials to help with your salvation. Hallelujah. God bless you. And also, as we talk about sacrificial giving, uh, Cornelius in the book of Acts, chapter 10, arms touch heaven. He gave, he was not even a Christian. The word of the Lord said he gave sacrificially that his arms given touched the heavens and an angel was dispatched to bring salvation to his house. Hallelujah. One of the first, first non-Jews that received salvation in our scriptures. God requires sacrificial giving. 
equal sacrifice. Equal sacrifice. Because our sacrifice is as a worship unto God. Abraham said, me and the Lord, you all stay here. Me and the Lord, we go and offer a sacrifice of worship unto God. So what we forget is that our giving is as a sacrifice. It's the area of our life that uh, we offer as a sacrifice to be able to take possession of God's promises for our life. To be able to take possession of God's promises for our life. So your giving sacrificially is a sacrifice. It's a worship. It's a worship unto God. Hallelujah. We are asking for your financial contribution. Look into your heart. Say a little prayer and ask God to lay an amount upon your heart to, to give financially to support the ministry God has entrusted and had the vision, lightweight church of God in Christ that is touching lives and needs an international field because of the missionary assignment God has entrusted in hands. And as you give your financial contribution, God will also bless you. Hallelujah. We, 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 we thank God for your financial giving. Place a need onto it. Speak to your giving. Give your giving an assignment. What you want to reap as a harvest out of your seed. And God who answers prayers will answer your prayer need. As you offer your, sac your worship of giving sacrificially unto God this hour. I pray over you and I ask that every financial contribution you are giving to support lightweight church of God in Christ, the power of God meet you at the point of your needs, both spiritual and physical. God is, is powerful and he knows the area of your life to touch as you give today. And may it be established in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As you give, I want you to go online uh, at our website, lightweightchurch.com, and there's a book I've, I've written, the e, download the e-book, Claiming Victory Over Your Giants, and that will also be a spiritual tool for you to be able to take, take, take possession of the promises of God for your life. Hallelujah. We also have prayer during the week. We open the, 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 the doors of Lightweight Church Online that we, we are seeking for your commitment, your partnership as you, as you become a divine partner of Lightweight Church of God Christ. You benefit from what God passes on through the church to you. And we also benefit from your partnership in any direction and dimension that God lays upon your heart to support the ministry like we church of God. God bless you this hour. We have prayer during the week, prayer time. For Jesus said, my father's house shall be a house of prayer. My father's house shall be a house of prayer. Hallelujah. God is a God that answers prayer. If you pray and believe. So our prayer line is 515-603-5632, 515-603-5632. And we pray 
Monday, Tuesday, Fridays, and Saturdays, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So this is California time in the United States of America, 9 a.m. So you will also look at the time difference and see what time you could, what time in your time zone, wherever country you are, whichever part of the United States you are, you have to look at your time zone and make sure that time you are looking at is 9 a.m. United States, California time. And that is the time of prayer. And come on and receive your breakthrough. Come and petition your God with your needs by faith. And God, who is a loving Father, will meet you at the point of your needs, both spiritual and physical. God bless you. Until we meet again next Sunday, I sign off. Peace and calmness unto you. Bye-bye.